Welcome to the Senior Dog Revolution, where we discuss how to give our senior dogs the best life they deserve, where age is just a number and health and happiness of our senior pets is a priority. Hello, senior dog pet parents. I hope you all are doing well. This is Dr. Monica Tarantino, and I am a small animal veterinarian in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and welcome back to the podcast. This week is our final podcast on hearing loss, and we're going to cover the final three recommendations that I have for managing our older dogs who have age-related hearing loss. And we've talked about in the previous parts of this series, in part one in particular, we talked about how age-related hearing loss is a very common phenomenon for our older dogs, so much so that I myself have not owned a senior dog that has not had some degree of hearing loss. So if you have a dog that is entering into the category of seniorship, the chances that they're going to undergo this process are pretty high, okay? And the first thing that you should do if you think they're undergoing hearing loss or if they have signs of hearing loss, which we discussed in episode one of this series, then you should bring them into the veterinarian because we want to make sure that you allow your vets to look in those ears and rule out some of the other causes of hearing loss that can occur in our older dogs as well. Okay, so let's quickly cover the three tips that I gave last week for dogs that are undergoing age-related hearing loss. And then we'll launch into the three new tips that we're going to have for this week. So last week we talked about how it's really important with our older dogs with hearing loss to be obvious. And that means that when you're approaching an older dog that can't hear very well, you want to approach them from the front where they can see you. Okay. You want to be obvious. You don't want to sneak up on them from the back and surprise them if at all possible. We also talked about the proper way of actually waking up your older dog. And I gave examples of two ways that I actually practice that with Becca, who's our oldest dog that we have in our house currently. And if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, go back and listen to it so you can hear about those ways. Because I'm pretty specific as to how I think that these dogs are best woken up. The third thing we talked about was being prepared. So when if you have a middle-aged dog or a dog that's an early senior that doesn't quite have any age-related hearing loss quite yet, you want to be pairing your commands with actual visual cues. So we, for example, we give a basic command of come to your dog. And I also pair that command with a arm gesture where I kind of have my hand down and I move it up as I'm saying come. And that way my dogs are trained to both a audio cue as well as a visual cue. So those are the three tips we went through last week. Let's dive into the new tips for this week. The first tip is going to be regarding outdoor considerations that you'll need to have now with your older dog with hearing loss. And without their hearing, they are open to a whole new set of challenges and dangers that we have to take into account. So the first rule that I have with outdoor considerations for these guys is that we never really want to allow them to be off leash anymore. There's a couple reasons for that. First is that they they can't hear you to come back. So that's one reason. They can definitely get lost in their scent trails and be unable to hear you and not really know where they are. They can get lost a lot easier. The second and kind of more important reason is that they can't hear danger. So they can't hear cars coming. We have an issue with Becca, who's our oldest senior dog, I'm an old 15-year-old Labrador. Unfortunately, in our neighborhood, we don't actually have any sidewalks. So when we walk, we're always walking along the side of the road. And Becca, who is a little bit stubborn, she doesn't understand why sometimes we have to kind of 
pull her back next to our side, directly by our side. So she wants that extra three feet on her leash lead. And we have to make her come really close to us when cars come by because she can't hear them at all. She has no clue that we're trying to pull her closer to us because there's a car coming by. So they can't hear danger at all. They really have very little idea of what's occurring around them because they don't have this sense anymore. And I'm going to just give an example of why outdoor considerations are so important for these guys. And it's something that I saw pretty recently with a dog and we'll call him Bo. So Bo is an older senior Labrador that lives out in the country with his family and they love him very much. He's old. He's got a lot of mobility issues and just can't really get around very quickly. Um, He struggles to get up sometimes, but Bo's lived in the country with his parents for for his entire life. And he used to, when he was younger, he would kind of roam around their property, explore the fence line and whatnot. And then as he got older, he stopped roaming around the property because he really couldn't get back very well. And he decided to mostly just kind of hang out in their driveway. So one morning, his mom was running late for work. She got up, she looked out, she didn't see Bo. She assumed Bo was with her husband, went to her car and then started reversing down her driveway. Well, Bo was actually out there. Her husband had let Bo out earlier that day. Bo was on the driveway and she ended up hitting him with her car. So she brought him in to see me right away on emergency at my at our hospital and we stabilized Bo and he ended up being okay. He had a few mild internal injuries that we were able to just kind of nurse him and get him better with, but his mom would never, ever, ever forgive herself. And so just a really great example of a dog that probably couldn't hear her his mom's car turn on and wasn't didn't have the best mobility, could not get out of the way. So even on these older dogs that live out in the country, they're allowed out in the driveway all the time, you know, it seems really harmless or, or not like a big deal. I, I even recommend it for those guys just to be really mindful and thoughtful. This happens to really good people that have really good intentions and take great care of their dog. So just as a story for you guys, I'll never forget that because I thought his mom and his dad were just going to die of grief if, if we didn't figure out a way to save Bo, which I'm glad that we we could. So let's move on to the next recommendation that I have for you guys regarding older dogs and hearing loss. So the next thing is to be aware of automated things within your home or loud noises and try to decrease those as much as possible. So we talked about how when dogs go through age-related hearing loss, they will lose their ability to hear average intensity noises. However, they often become even more sensitive to very loud noises. So I talked about how one of my dogs here, when we fill our cups with ice at the ice maker in the fridge, he jumps. We have another dog here that when my fiance sneezes, she jumps. And so there some loud noises can really startle your older dogs. You really want to be mindful of the loud noises in your home. Another thing that can scare older dogs is Roomba. So I've talked before about my my deep, my deep love for Roomba because Roomba, Roomberto is what we call him. Roomberto has helped us keep our house, which is full of animals, clean. Okay. So we're able to run Roomba, Roomberto once a day. And we've got five animals here now, three dogs, two cats. We're able to keep our house pretty clean with Roomba. He just helps prevent me from having to sweep or vacuum every single night. So I love it. Anyways, Roomberto can be pretty stressful to our older dog. So when he's running, they can't hear him and he bumps into them and it scares them. So things that are automated like Roomba would be something that I would only run when my dogs are not in the living room. Okay. So our dogs go into the bedroom when we're running in the living room, they go back out in the living room when we're running it in the bedroom. So just being mindful of loud noises or automated things that can scare them. We also talked about in our very last episode that there is this 
adjustment period that dogs go through. And so there's an adjustment phase where things are, they have no idea why things sound so different or they can't really hear anything. And then all of a sudden something that was just loud before is really loud and it startles them now. So they don't know what's going on. And because of that, they go through an adjustment phase with hearing loss that we need to be very cautious and aware of so that we can help them get through it without developing anxiety or being too anxious. And this being aware of automated things or loud noises is certainly a part of it. The very last tip that I have for you guys is to use a deeper voice to communicate. And we talked about one of the phenomenons with hearing loss in older dogs is that often they're going to lose their ability to hear high frequency noises first. So if you can communicate with a deeper voice, and this mostly applies to girls like myself, although some guys I'm sure too, you want to try to use a little bit of a deeper voice and perhaps they can hear that a little bit better. So trying to do that is really helpful. We talked about previously how you can use flashlights or laser pointers. Obviously, don't shine these things in their eyes when they're outside. But if they're outdoors, you can use lights and flashlights to try to get their attention so that they can come back into you. So those are the three extra tips that I have for you guys. I hope you all find that helpful. I want to tell each and every one of you guys, thank you so much for being here. It just means the world to me that you guys are so dedicated to your senior dogs that you're here listening to this. If you have not done so already and you are able to leave me a review on Apple or Stitcher or Spotify, it would mean the world to me. Your reviews actually help me find more pet parents that have senior dogs and hopefully reach more senior dogs. That's the goal with this podcast. The goal is to help you guys with your older pets and help give them the best life possible. So if you're able to do that, I'd appreciate it. The other thing is that if you guys are interested in hearing from me once a week, another time, you can go ahead and head to my website, which is www.seniordogrevolution.com. And you can subscribe to my weekly newsletters. And I usually send those out Thursdays or Fridays. And I just try to put information on there that is relevant and hopefully helpful to anyone that owns a senior dog. So that's the info that I put on there. They're just short and sweet emails. And many of you guys have given me really great feedback and seem to love them. So thanks for all the feedback you guys give me. And that will be it for now. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Give your senior dogs big hugs for me. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much. 